From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of primetime action live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin, considering uh, doing a documentary for the next year where he chases a squirrel around. One squirrel, not squirrels, a particular squirrel. Just like that octopus documentary. Squirrel. <laughs> Just a couple of nuts trying to find a home in this world. You have to wear your flannel shirts, though, when you do this. Full, full long pants. And what's that? Shirts. What are those hats that have like the flaps? You know, like the, the, the warmed flaps? We're not producing decent shows, Kelly Bidlin. <laughs> I, I watched the trailer for your octopus show. It looks, it looks weird. It looks really weird. It's fascinating. Listen, the VEASAN Plus Plus subscription. Oh. was worth it for that break right and i got tonight I, yeah this is i'm not i'm 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 totally not making fun here i'm being completely serious i feel smarter yes right now about hockey than i've ever felt yeah. in my whole cuz cuz watch watch what he can do now you ready for this cuz he just re- learned this in the last 5 minutes ready yes. watch watch the circus tricks we can do with matt brown con smythe that is the playoff <laughs> mvp correct yes. hart is just the regular mvp jack norris trophy is the defenseman of the year Vezina. The goalie of the year. Jack Adams. Coach of the year. And what's that one you said? The Frank J. Selke No, the trophy. Calder is rookie of the year. Calder's rookie of the year. And right. the Frank J. Selke trophy. And you knew none of that five no, minutes ago. No, no, He's none avoiding the Selke trophy question. You can take it. It's the last one, bro. That one, again, if you can't bet on it at DraftKings, it's not a real This is like the, the Steph Curry that, that plays the best defense. In transition. Yeah. yeah. After In a transition. steal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's the forward who demonstrates the most skill in the defensive po- component of the game. Well, it's take... the 3 and D <laughs> the three like and award. D. Yeah, there you go. It's the 3 and D award. You could take the boy out of Louisiana, 
but you can't take hockey out of the boy. I think that's how that expression goes. It's something like that, but I, I got yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, I'm pretty proud of myself, guys. I'm pretty proud of I'm you. I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, Kelly, that was an educational break. You're right. We it really was. Lot. Kelly, let's update all the scores. Yeah, we get uh, NBA one game going on right now on TNT. Mavericks lead the Nets 34 to 26. Mavericks, a three and a half point live favorite, two ten and a half live total. I might look to get in on this live. Not yet. Not yet. But maybe soon. Uh, over in the NHL, we got uh, a few games in action. Predators up on the Red Wings, two nothing. Seventeen and a half minutes left in the second period. Predators minus nine hundred live. Red Wings plus five hundred. Five and a half your live total. Lightning lead the Canadians one to nothing. Lightning minus five fifty. Montreal plus three fifty. Four and a half. The live total shaded to the over. Islanders Senators 0-0. Second period just getting star- started. Islanders minus 160 live. Senators plus 120. Three and a half live total in that game. Maple Leafs all over the Blue Jackets. Three to nothing in the first intermission. And the Ducks and Sabres scoreless in the first intermission. Ducks minus 145 live. Sabres plus 110. Four and a half. Your live total. We got one ranked college basketball game going on right now. Texas Tech and Tennessee squaring off. That game is at the half. Texas Tech up 29 to 25. Tennessee. Actually, let me check. Uh, let me check here on these live lines. I'm seeing one point both ways at different shops on this game at DraftKings. You had one job, man. One job. Well, no, it looks like you could find it uh, one point either way. So one, they, DraftKings has it Texas Tech one and a half live and one twenty five and a half is there a live you go. total. But it looks like you could find one point live favorite on either side if you shop around. Couple of notes for the Thursday game: Christian Darasaw for the Vikings did not practice today. He's their left tackle. Not great. Probably won't be playing on Thursday. Adam Thielen didn't practice. That was pretty much known that he wasn't going to be able to make it back after uh, that that ankle sprain for him. So it doesn't look like he's going to be able to go. But Dalvin Cook did? But Dalvin Cook limited practice today. Weird. So there is at least that. And then Anthony Barr, linebacker who missed this past week for the Vikings, said uh, said that he's playing. He said he's playing. So. I, I'm still trying to figure out what the heck happened with this Rams-Cardinals thing this afternoon. I'm, I'm, I'm scoring at a one, minus 128 money line at Circa right now, Gil, on the Cardinals. Let's go. Let's I ran that. away two and a half last night. Mm-hmm. So glad I got that bet in already. Uh, Patrick Peterson also off of the COVID list for the Vikings as well. So he would be back. You know what that uh, hockey award thing does beg the question of, though? Like, it's very Canadian. It's, it's a very hockey thing to name your trophies after people. So, like, we don't... I guess like the National League Rookie of the Year is named the Jackie Robinson NL Rookie of the Year, but we never refer to it that right. way, right? There's a lot, a lot, right, in the in the U the U.S. based sports, right, that are like that, where they they have they do have a name, but we call them Coach of the Year, Player of the Year, whatever. Are the NFL ones named after anybody? I don't know that they are. Are they? I mean, I don't know, but you got the yeah. Lombardi Trophy. You do have stuff, the Lombardi right? Trophy. Like, but like I mean, imagine. But we don't call them anything. Yeah. I mean, there might be like some sort of honorary thing behind the scenes that we whatever. Right. Like we don't call them any. I mean, you have the, what the Naismith Award, college basketball. We do have that, but those are those are the for the whole title. What you're referring to, yeah, right? Yeah. The Trevor Maddich Long Snapper Award. Like we don't have that kind of thing in this country. The Lou um, Rose award, Kicking Award. Oh, that's true. There like there, there are. Okay. I mean, there are. Just, yeah. They're just not as nearly right. as popular. I made up the Trevor We, we would just call them the de- best defensive player. Yep. <laughs> Trevor Maddox. I just made that one up. I don't know. The, uh, <laughs> all right, so we did AFC yes-nos earlier. Let's do NFC uh, yes-nos to make the playoffs. These courtesy of DraftKings. And again, for uh, 
for the smooth taste. We've removed the first five teams here. The five that we've said are going to make the playoffs for two months now. Nothing has really poked a hole in that. Uh, Cowboys, Packers, obviously the uh, Cardinals and the Rams and the Buccaneers. Though the Cowboys are the one of those teams that isn't as clear as the others. Washington still controls its division and playoff destiny. So we go from six, six and seven, which is Washington and the Niners, all the way down to 12, which is the Saints. All these teams have six or seven losses. Scrum for the final two. And you'll see that their remaining strength of schedules, with the possible exception of the Panthers and the Falcons there, they're all kind of middling. So... Just because they're listed here, not before I lose this thought. Yes. After that little nugget that I just read, Please. it kind of triggered something for me. So mm-hmm. I went and looked. So it does not look like Adam Thielen's going to play in this game. Oh, sorry. It seems pretty obvious that he's not going to play in this game on Thursday for, for the Vikings. They just they posted the player props over at DraftKings right now. So K.J. Osborne is listed at 41.5 receiving yards. They can't throw to Justin Jefferson every single time. Like, I, I, like that is to me seems low. Of course, I, I haven't run projections yet. I don't, but it's just off the cuff, that seems pretty low for the secondary receiver there for this team. That again, I think it's still a. I could not imagine Dalvin Cook is going to play this week, even with him being back limited at practice this week. That seems the reports I read today, it made it seem like it it was a positive sign for him to return next week. Yeah. 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 Is real is what they made it out to be. So again, just just kind of a thought off the top of my head. I imagine this number is going to run um at least a few yards because it seems to me like it's fairly obvious that Thielen's not going to go and KJ Osborne then just is the de facto number two receiver there for the Vikings who throw a ton and are not going to have Dalvin Cook. So again, just I wanted to get that out there before. Yeah, no. While, while I was thinking, are about we pre- it. are we prepared to say? And I know this is not mathematically factual. What I'm about to ask, but are we prepared to say that if the Vikings lose to the Steelers on Thursday, that they are donezo? If they lose to the Steelers, Mike Zimmer should be donezo. They be- need to, before even the end of the season. Yes, they need to they need to let it be known that this job is open, and whoever might want to have it can uh, can come and get it with a. Quarterback that's played pretty good this year, one of the best young receivers in the game, one of the best running back duos in the game. Like there are things that you would like as a head coach coming into this Viking situation, and Zimmer has just mismanaged this team completely. This team should be seven and five minimum, minimum right now. Minimum, I mean, minimum seven losses by twenty eight total points, yeah. all by one score. Now, minimum have, seven and five. Right, they now. do have a few wins by one possession, but still. So as we sit right now, um, Vikings are three-point favorites over uh, over over the uh, Steelers on Thursday. So I mean, if you believe that that plays out, that puts them at six and seven. That is, I still think a pretty tough climb for this team overall. For me, I was all you listen. We were all over the Vikings. I liked the Vikings a ton. But it just seems to me like you look and it's like the Steelers and yeah, okay, you get the Bears, but then you go Rams, Packers, right? Like back to back Rams, Packers. Seems like a couple lost to me. I don't know if we're going to get. I don't, it seems to me like one of either Washington or the Niners or the Eagles. Somebody's going to finish with a winning record out of right, the, right. like a couple of these guys. Because that's the thing, right? So if you go nine and eight, you're probably in. You're probably in. So if that's the case, we'll just take Washington. If that's the case, Washington has two against the Cowboys, two against the Eagles, one against the Giants. They can't go three and two, split Cowboys, split Eagles, beat the Giants. 
or however you want to say that, right. swept Cowboys, sweep. I mean, they can go three and two, no problem to me. I think they can beat the Cowboys in one of those two. This week would be the uh, the, the opportunity to do that. The Niners still have the Falcons and and the Texans. Yeah, so they, they they've got two banked, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So that's, so that's they still have Falcons big. and yeah. Texans. We still don't know what state the Titans and, and in between those two games is a tight game against the Titans, which again we still don't know what version of the Titans will have by then. How healthy will that team be? What will they look like? And again, they're only one point dogs in in, in some places. You know, it's it's moving towards a pick 'em against Cincinnati this week. So I mean, like, I think it's a tough tough road for the Vikings, regardless. Like I do too. Regardless. And then the Panthers, Falcons, and Saints. Come on now. They're just not good football teams. Right. They're bad. And yet they're so in this. I mean, you look at you look at the Falcons. We every time we do this, we keep looking and we go, man, that Falcons team is so bad. And yet they're there. And yet they're, and they're there. And they're there. They're there. Yeah. It's with a very winnable game this week. Look at look at the thirtieth remaining easy schedule easiest schedule yeah. in the NFL they have. If I had to make one bet though, I think it's going I'm I'm getting plus money on Washington at this point. I think I'm going there. I think that's it. I I, I want to lay the minus one ninety on the on the Niners too, but Jimmy G looks so bad on oh, Sunday. God. Man, we li- we live in a world somehow where like it's possible the NFC East could get three teams into the playoffs. <laughs> that's a great way to call it. Like, yeah. that's amazing. It's How true though. The heck? Yeah. Like no, we would not. We did not see that at the beginning of the year. That's for sure. That would be hilarious. That ends up happening. I really need that to happen now. That would be very. I want that to happen so bad. All right. Which division leaders do you trust the most? Which do you trust the least? We'll do the AFC that you trust the most next. Beeson's Primetime Action. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, 
I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, Tuesday night from the South Point Hotel Casino. Gil, Matt, and Kelly. All right, the uh, NFL prop cavalcade continues. This is good here. This is, uh, we'll go from will they make the playoffs? Yes, no's, which you did for both the AFC and the NFC now, to the AFC division leader that you trust the most. At least that's how we're calling it. But this is essentially odds to win, uh, respective, or the division leaders' odds to win the conference and the Super Bowl, if you will. So, current division leaders, Patriots, Ravens, Titans, Chiefs. And by the way, uh, the current order of seating is Patriots, Titans, Ravens, Chiefs as of this moment. Patriots are 3-1 to one to win the AFC. They are the short shot, along with the Chiefs, to win the AFC. The Chiefs slightly shorter to win the Super Bowl. Ravens 7 to 1 and 16 to 1 respectively, Titans 10 to 1 and 25 to 1 respectively. Now the Titans should get Julio Jones back this week. AJ Brown should be right around that corner and by the way next week would be the 6th week of Derrick Henry's absence. And if you remember when he first went down the prognosis, the optimistic prognosis was 6 to 8 weeks, the more realistic one was 8 to 10 weeks. So we are getting around to the Derrick Henry window as well. Titans have an easy schedule coming up. So these are these are very interesting. Who do you trust the most? We know who you trust the least. And the reason I kind of put it out like this for the AFC and NFC is we've all talked about like our own problems with almost all these AFC teams that are all division leaders currently. And meanwhile, in the NFC, it feels like we're all pretty confident in the division leaders, but not so much any of the wild card teams, except for maybe the Rams. So that's why we're doing it. Trust the trust the most here. Trust the least in the NFC. Can I give you my boat one of each? Yes. Let's yeah. do one of each for for everything. Okay. The most, and as far as like that means to to hold on and win their division. Win the division. Go as go further than the rest of these teams in the yeah, playoffs. The most, the Chiefs, and the least, the uh, the least, the Titans. The most, the Titans for me. 
the least now we're talking about not are we talking about to win the division or to or, or just beyond to to advance the furthest in the playoffs the most the titans like without question the most the titans the least oh boy that's tough i think it's tough yeah because you could see lamar jackson being great or terrible right in the playoffs you could see the patriots having a great matchup or a horrific matchup where, so, where Mac Jones has a rookie game. So for right? me, for me, right there, you just you just described that perfectly. My thinking too with yes. those two teams. Titans have a little bit differently for you, but it's mainly just health. Yes. Do they really get everybody back? Yes. And the Chiefs for me again. Uh, everybody loves to slurp the Chiefs, but show me something. I haven't seen it. I mean, they keep winning. Great. They look terrible on Sunday. Like let's. I mean, let's not be results oriented. They look terrible. But we're, oh, it's a, did I not watch that game? Like, what, what, what was I watching? We're, we're, but we're, you, you're just like, but you're like bullish on the Titans on a hope and a prayer. No, like, I'm not. Like, yeah, you it's are. It's not a hope and a prayer. The guys are coming back. You don't know. You have, you have zero idea if Derrick Henry's coming back. No, you no. The Derrick, Henry, the Derrick Henry part, for sure, I have zero idea. But the bet on the Titans is that if they get him back, they are more, and they get that number one seed, which is very easy. That's, with, a, that's a hope. Hold though. on. Let's not interrupt. They've got the easiest schedule the rest of the way, as that's been the calculus of that bet from the beginning. They have had the easiest schedule because they beat all the hard, all the hard teams early. So the Titans, the bet on the Titans is because of that calculus. Easy schedule, guys hopefully then come back, Henry, for the postseason. The Chiefs, at full strength, have looked terrible. They don't look good. So that's the hope in the prayer, I beg to differ. All of you loving the Chiefs, you're the guys with the hope in the prayer. You think you're going to get the old version of the Chiefs. None of us have seen it. Well, this version of the Chiefs would beat this version of the Titans. I mean, they'd be favored by ten points if they played right now. And and so you're you're you would need you you are you are hoping. Are we talking about today? Are we talking about the AFC or the Super Bowl right now? I'm sorry, I missed the I missed the well, conversation. Well, well I thought still, we're talking about the AFC we, and the Super Bowl. There's still players missing that you have that we have no idea what they're gonna when they're gonna come back or what right, they're gonna you, be like. You when just they come said back. I'm a hope and a prayer. You, what you're watching is a hope and a prayer. What I what I know on the field is not my version of the team I'm getting. No, you, you have you don't you. We have no idea what the Titans are going to look like. We have no we have no clue. I th- I understand your point. You're not understanding mine. You said I'm the one with the hope and the prayer. Yeah. What I'm saying is what you're watching the, the your best version of your team is your hope you, and your no, prayer. No, no, you you, you, you are you lying said, you said to you yourself. You have the most confidence in the Titans. Yes, to that, win, that's a, to that's, win that's, the that's AFC. That's based off of a hope that these players come back. It, uh, again. They have the easiest schedule, so as they get Julio Jones back this week, then they get A.J. Brown back, then they get Derrick Henry, the schedule but, allows them to go the furthest. But we still. don't know that they're, we do not know they're going to get A.J. Brown right, back. We do not what, know they're going to get Derrick yes, Henry back. Yes, but what you don't Julio know, Julio Jones hold has, on. has played three games all what year. What you don't know is your best version of your team is not good at all. So, like, I don't get how you think you're right here. Your because, team, because I know what I have. Yes, it's not good. You know exactly what but, you have, and they're not good. We're talking not about as who's going to go the furthest in the playoffs. Yes, we are. They'll, exactly, and I'm set up way better than you are. How? You don't know what players you're going to have. Again, the schedule <laughs> is you so— You don't know what players you're going to have. Again, you what can, am I missing here? You're missing everything. No. You're no, missing everything. It's who's going to go the furthest yes, in the playoffs. and you don't get that. You're, Your team right now <laughs> is mediocre. Guess who you're getting back? Nobody. So your team is sucks in this group. Yeah, they're not good. So I got news if, for if, you. If you don't have those three players back, you are still bullish on this Titans team. No. But no. Th- well, then that's what we're talking. No, we're <laughs> asking about a bet. 
We're not asking about, like when I made the bet to, uh, let me let me try to explain this again because you're not getting it. No, no, no. We're not talking about betting hold lots on. here. Hold on. We when never I even brought bet, up betting yes. lots. It's who do we think is going to advance the furthest in the playoffs. Correct. And so for me, the, the, the selection is still the Titans because at full strength, that's the hope, right? At full strength, they're a better football team than the other teams. That's still bait. But that's what all I was saying. That's based off of a hope. The hope right. is that they will be at but full strength, question, but we have no idea what they're going to But the question here is who's going to get the furthest. Even if the Titans weren't at full strength, I wouldn't say the Chiefs here. I wouldn't. They're still not even my choice second. So then it would be? It would be Titans first, because at full strength, they're still the best to me. Right? You can if it all you want, but at full strength, we're talking about they're the best. And who's I would both say, your second choices? This is actually, more, this is actually interesting, too. That would come down to who would get the number one seed. And so the number two choice has to be the Patriots because they're in the driver's seat for the number one seed. This isn't about who you think is going to – it's not about, oh, I think they're the best team. They're going to so who's going to be positioned? Who do you trust the most throughout, through, through, to make a playoff run? Who's going, to, who's going to get a free pass and not have to play a first game, which is your single biggest advantage in the postseason, right? doesn't matter what I think, what you think, what, what Matt thinks. The biggest advantage in the postseason is you get to skip a game as the number one seed. Totally. Totally so, agree. So, therefore, it's the Titans for me and the Patriots. That's why it's those two teams. Any other thing you're talking about is just your opinion. That's what, it's, it's who gets the number one seed. Now, you can say they're going to get upset in the playoffs. That's great. We all have our opinions on that. Sure. But don't tell me that, that it's based – don't tell me it's not the t- Patriots and the Titans right now based on seeding and schedules because it is. Patriots have a bye, and the Titans essentially have a bye who they play this week. As we well, I mean, sure. As we as we sit today, I mean, there's still there's still a quarter of the I mean, there's still a, a quarter of the season to be played. Right. But, so, but Matt, the Chief, what have the Chiefs shown you? What have they shown you to make you think they're good? They have the best players on the field every time they go and stand on the field. I don't there's agree that. with that. I don't. Matt Patrick, we're so enamored of what we used to see you in Patrick Mahomes. You think Ryan Tannehill's better than Patrick Mahomes? I do not, but I do don't. Do you think know. Matt Jones is better than Patrick Mahomes? These are straw man arguments. If you let me no. finish, Patrick Mahomes is a shell of his former self. Did I say that Ryan Tannehill was better than Patrick Mahomes? No. So take that to another show. You're not going to get over on that here. Patrick Mahomes is a shell of his former best, self. I said they have the best players every time they step on the field. I would disagree with that. I don't think they do. Then, so then I started asking you about the quarterbacks of all these other teams that are listed on this board. We're talking about quarterbacks now specifically. You said the best wide players. Okay, we'll go to wide receiver. Is Tyreek Hill, Hill not better than? Titans have better wide receivers, plural, than the Chiefs do. Yes, they do. Sorry. Anything else? I, I just think your, your argument is so based on this notion that the Chiefs are still great. They're not. What did you see on Sunday? So what? They beat the Broncos. They, they could have lost. Well, I mean, they were. Yeah, okay. I mean, yes. right. any team could lose. I mean, anything. I mean, like, they didn't lose. They won by double digits. I mean, like, it's like. They did. And, 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 I mean, <laughs> and, and good for them. But what I'm saying is the, 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 the thing that I have trouble with is, is you sort of saying that somehow what you see at full strength in front of you is more valid than a team that is currently seated higher than them having the easiest schedule of the bunch, having a having a potential better track to the number one seed than they do, and you somehow disparaging that team as less of a shot. If you get the number one seed, that's the biggest advantage. Okay, and, and you are still you are still of the mindset that the Titans are going to end up as the number one seed. I think it's them and the Patriots. You have to give the Patriots the nod, right? Because the Patriots are nine and four and have one fewer games to play. So because they have one less game to play, the Patriots are the favorite for the number one seed. As they should be. But based on schedule, the Titans are number two. 
Uh, I mean, it's just it, if if that's the way the the calculus is and all this, but I mean, it's not. It's the Patriots are the number one seed as we sit right now, and they have a fairly easy schedule moving forward. Right, and they have one less and, game, which is why they should be the favorite. Right, and and then now, so then now that's Chiefs and Titans on the even playing field, and you're Titans you're, you're is your still, schedule. Titans much easier schedule. No, no. If once. Once the win number one seed is gone, yes. the, the Chiefs and Titans are on, these, on, on the same playing field. They still have to win the same amount of games to move on. I don't understand the, the question. I don't understand the question. I didn't understand. Sorry, we have to go. <laughs> I didn't understand the question. I really didn't. It's not trying to be difficult. Do the NFC, and we'll conclude the AFC talk next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. I think we all agree that was our best segment ever. <laughs> I think racket. So what did we conclude there? What did you, Kelly, what did you think? Break the tie for I was really enjoying your guys' argument. But, yeah, I actually trust the Chiefs the most because I do think that they have, they've won. They have, no matter how they've gotten it done, they've won five straight games. And, and What a surprise. You agree Gil, with Matt. Gil, I understand that they could get these players back and look full strength and look full steam ahead once the playoffs occur. Do you understand that the team that you're banking on just looks terrible at full strength? I, I, I think do you guys get that? They look terrible. I, mean, like, well, I don't know how you can say that. <laughs> pretty terrible. I, I, okay, even if you took Patrick, out. Patrick Mahomes can't figure out how to have stop, mechanics let's anymore. Let's stop comparing what the Titans and the Chiefs could be against each other. I trust the Chiefs more than I trust the Ravens or the Patriots. Uh, so, I, yeah. I I do think, though, you make a great point with whoever lands that one seed. That automatically gives no, someone an advantage. But, no, math, I mean, and I think the Patriots we, are going to be that team. We do have to understand that mathematically, right? Like. The reason the Patriots are have such an advantage now is they have one fewer game to play, and that win is banked. The reason the number one seed has such a distinct advantage over everybody else is they simply don't have to play a playoff game that everybody else does, and then they just have to get two home games done. So it's a massive advantage now, especially now that only one team gets that pie. So as long as we understand that. Um, but, but just so beyond, I don't trust... All of them have a flaw, right? That's the All topic. All of them sense. have a flaw. And All that, of them have a flaw. And that is why, I mean, that, that's really why I wanted to put, do this as a segment because this was more just thinking myself. To me, it's the Chiefs. But it's not by much, and all four of these teams are, are very flawed, in my opinion. It could easily be bounced early in the playoffs. This is from 702, AJ. More hope in a prayer conversation, please. <laughs> he hashtagged hope in a prayer. The Ravens are, by default, like this North leader, not by what they've shown. I mean, like, uh, no, they're no, absolutely, we can all agree the, on that. It, like, it's, if there is, if, if there is a, True paper tiger on this board. It is. It's the Ravens. They also. They also have the only one game lead. No, that's not true. The Chiefs do too. Chiefs and Chiefs Chargers. So the Ravens and the Chiefs actually have someone. In the case of the Chiefs, they're they're literally a tiebreaker away from losing that division too. So the Ravens and the Chiefs are the ones that have the largest object in the rearview mirror. Ravens being the Bengals in the rearview. Patriots and Titans have a little more of a cushion. Although that Titans cushion is getting smaller. Yeah, and the, the Ravens are, of those four teams, in, in their best fashion, in their, in, their, in, the be, in their best form. So let's, let's say we fast forward to five weeks and the Titans are back to, back to full street. The Ravens are by far the worst team on that, on that board to me. Not even close. Yeah, yeah. so if, if all those 
And I, I do have to say this, Gil. If all those guys are back for the Titans, by far to me, Matt, it's the Ravens that I trust the least. But do you see this Raven? The the thing about this this Ravens deal that's so crazy. I mean, it goes Browns, Packers, Bengals, Rams, Steelers for the Ravens to close out the season. Like they're they might not be there. I mean, like I understand they have a little bit of clearance here or something, but I mean, they might not be there in this. Where Only I think a one game lead. Where I think we're fairly confident at this point. That the other three, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, I guess the Chiefs could completely, uh, you know, lose it. I guess the Patriots could fall off a cliff or something like that as well. And, or, But, I mean, the, the way that they've played, I think that the other three, it seems pretty likely they're going to be there. Uh, this Ravens this Ravens team, with these, with these remaining games, they're dogs to the Browns this week. They'll be dogs to the Packers. They'll be dogs to the Rams. And then there's games at Cincinnati where, at this point, what? I mean, coin flip at best? Type situation. Quote the Raven. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's they're gonna be dogs in three games, a coin flip in another, and then game. You know, last game of the year against the Steelers. I guess they'll probably be. You know, could you get that solo shot of me one more time, Kelly? Just wanted to see something. Do you have that solo shot? I never uh, call for a shot. Can we? Oh, she's gone. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so, <was there? laughs> so it's just somebody peering in, just staring. In. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, wait. yeah, uh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I, I was chuckling back here. There was a thing. peering. There was a young lady who stopped behind Matt. I think she was afraid to walk behind our studio. Uh, she did one of those like a walking, and then like stopped herself yes. when she saw that there was cameras inside. And, just let me stop. And anyone here. watching who's sitting here going like, I thought y'all said this place is all crazy and stuff, and is it? I'll tell you why. Because and the reason this is not like just nine thousand people walking. As I rolled up today, there were eight full buses getting loaded up with people oh, outside yeah, of gosh. like they were shipping eight buses full of people down to the rodeo. How long does this rodeo thing last? Two weeks? I, I think to, I think Sunday's the, the last day. Oh man. Yeah. Two full weeks of rodeo. They are having a ball. Oh yeah. Oh, they are. And what's fun what's funny is we leave here every night. It's packed in here. Packed. Nope, but nobody's ever leaving. Like they, they all, all the Cowboys come to the Cowboy casinos and they, they party at the Cowboy casinos. They don't leave. Like there's nobody's like waiting out there for Ubers or cabs to go to the Strip or downtown. Right. Well, they, the ones that want to leave have already. Like I said, they, they've jumped in one of the eight buses that just like shipped hundreds of people down to, to the, Thomas and Mac. Yeah, down to the Thomas and Mac for this thing. I mean, it's it's massive. It's a huge, huge deal. There's a giant like trade show thing going on over at Mandalay Bay and the whole like whole nine yards. Two weeks long like deal. You can like go down there and that's what. And get that's me, where get we should have gone. And got your hat. <laughs> That's where All we right. should have gone and got your hat. Let's flip it to the NFC. Who do you trust the least of Lauren, the division? You got a tweet, Gil? Lauren, like Lauren Sanderson Peck. That was phenomenal. Gil and Matt with an edge of your seat. Uh, I think she means confrontation on mm-hmm. AFC driver seats. LOL. We need Kelly to devise a poll for us viewers to vote which side we're on. Great moments, guys. I think we've had enough. It's a great polls. idea. Why, why it's working on the yeah, poll? I think, right we're, now. Done I think we're done with polls. <laughs> I think we're done with unofficial uh, polls around here. Yeah, unofficial polls. I think we're we're done with those. I tried to read the uh, the more neutral ones, but thank you to everybody who tweeted on that. All right, NFC division leader, you trust the least, as Kelly said. That's how he couches this one. Everybody's clear. Well, Cowboys and Cardinals are two games ahead of the teams behind them, right? The Rams, who the Cardinals play this Monday night. Cowboys play the Washington football team this week. They're two ahead of them. Cowboys and Washington still with two to go. Cardinals won the first game against the Rams. So Cardinals win this game. It's almost Katie barred the door for the, AFC, for the NFC West. Yeah. Same with the Cowboys, by the way. It should be noted. So it is, for me... And I know that they have proven it on the field, and I, 
I totally get it. For me, it's it's still the Packers. Like a team that is so incredibly reliant on one player. I just you look at you look at the Bucks, right? And they Brady continues to just every so this week he decided, eh, I'm I just won't throw it to Mike Evans. It'll be uh, it's a Gronk week this week. And now and Gronk goes out and has seven catches and they win games because he's scoring multiple touchdowns. And the Cowboys at least have the three different receivers went all healthy, and they also have Pollard and Zeke. And then you've got the Cardinals, who, again, like with a healthy Kyler Murray, he's a weapon at quarterback with his feet. And then you've got DeAndre Hopkins. You've got Rondell Moore. You've got both of the running backs going for this. So it's, I know they've proven it on the field that they continue to get it done. It just seems like at some point throughout the playoffs, somebody goes, if they beat us with Marquez Valdez-Scantling, then – if he goes for 10 catches and 185 yards, then so be it. But Devontae Adams is not going to beat us. I, for me, the Buccaneers and the Packers are the two that I trust the most. And, and I hear what you're saying yeah. about Valdez-Scantling, but, God, it doesn't seem to work out that way, does it? No, I know, so I, I, yeah. I know what, I, they, <laughs> yeah, I know what yeah. I've seen. It, it, yeah. just, it just seems like somewhere along the way, somebody's like, just – we're going to double team this guy every single route that he runs, like every single route that he runs. And I want to give the Cardinals the benefit of the doubt, despite Cliff Kingsbury, because they are the best team in football record wise. Kyler Murray is a absolute nightmare. So for me, the answer can only be the Cowboys. And the other thing about the Cardinals that we haven't seen from these other teams as well is should there be any sort of injury situation, we've seen this team win That's with right. their backup. That's yep. a great point. Like Cole McCoy. We've, we've seen this team win with their backup, right? We, the Packers, when Aaron Rodgers didn't play a game, it was like they were. it was a JV football team out there with Jordan Love at quarterback. Mike McCarthy so, is a serial poor decision in-game yep. better. Now, he gets bailed out a lot by Dak or by Zerline. But I, it's the Cowboys. So I will, I will, I will first say that I think I trust all four of these teams more more than any of the AFC teams we just talked about, including the Chiefs. I, I trust all four of these more. Me too. But which team do I trust the least? I, it has to be the Dallas Cowboys to me. It to it, and it's it's because of. It's because of what we've seen, what we saw from Dak last week, which I thought was really concerning, which we don't really know how healthy he is. Something to me is still is still clearly wrong with that leg. And who knows how that might develop going further. Uh, we've seen what this team looks like without Amari Cooper on, on the field, which... I, I, Matt, I, I find kind of odd a little bit sometimes when they do have that depth of talent at wide receiver, and it it seems to affect them more than you would think it would. Um, Zeke banged up still, so you don't exactly have that full strength one-two punch that we've seen. I, I just think there's I think there's more questions with this team as we kind of head in head into this later part of the season than the other other three on this uh, on on this graphic. Now now that we've seen the Cardinals really come back last week and look like the team that they were before Kyler was hurt. Having said that, I get the Packers concern is I, I think it's 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 a miracle what Rodgers Rodgers and Adams continue to do year in and year out. It's incredible. Those are interesting. The way you couched it was interesting. Nice job, Kelly. Well done. Kelly Bidlin, Thanks, everybody. Sir. Kelly Bidlin. Round of applause. Uh we'll come back. Drew Dinsick yet to join us. We will talk to him from the Bet the Edge and Deep Dive podcast at whale underscore capper. We'll talk to him and more. It's VEASAN's Primetime Action.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, don't forget about our college football bowl betting guide. Uh, it is available on December 13th, six days from now, only $19.99 US. 
analysis of all 41 bowl games. We'll come back to it. Insights, trends, data, and predictions. Uh, maybe you want to bet every single game. Maybe you're just looking for a few angles. Maybe you're looking for all. Here's the thing about college football bowl guidance. It's all going to be in here. What coaches are gone? Who's interim? Who's playing a home, a de facto home game? Which players are gone? All of that at vcin.com slash subscribe. That's the unique thing about college football bowl season is you have to know all of that random stuff. It's unlike anything else on the sports betting calendar where coaches, head, and assistant are, by the way, the promo's over, guys. Uh, the, 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 you can, you <laughs> oh, can, they're waiting for me to say that it's oh. 3471 Bulgarian Lev. <laughs> now the promo's over. There it is. Sorry about that. 3471 Bulgarian Lev. Sorry about that. It's built in Drew the, probably knows that. Drew's like, oh, yeah, I knew that was Bulgarian Lev. Sorry. Yeah. You know. it's, built in, it's built in the read, Gil. You don't see the part at the bottom that says, wait for Currency that. Exchange. <laughs> Bulgarian Lev. Yeah. We'll talk to Drew in, in 15 minutes. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, I knew the currency of Bulgaria was Lev. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 He'll, he'll, great water bowls. <laughs> my 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 dad was born in Bulgaria, and I couldn't have called that Lev. L-E-V. I had no idea. An Lev. I assume Lev. 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 The, the, so the college football bowl thing is is interesting though, right? Because it's unlike anything else, where it is. It's always been weird, even before the opt out wave, where you did have to know. Okay, did a did a team get to a bowl? That they're disappointed with, right? They were hoping for a, a bigger bowl. They ended up in the blue bonnet bowl, right? Right. It's old school. Uh, coaches, did a did a coach head or, or assistant leave already? Is one interim, one foot out the door, whatever it is? Are players holding out because they're going to go to the draft? Well, well so this is the hurt. new thing. The whole layer now of opt outs, which didn't exist before, Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey one day said, "Hey, you know what? We don't have to play in this game." It was like the first day in my freshman year in. Uh, in college, like in October, the first rainy day in Boston, where me and my roommate looked across the room at each other and goes, and we said, if we don't go to this class, no one's going to say anything it to us. doesn't matter. Wow. And the skip fest began. <laughs> but that, but now, we, now everybody's opting out, right? Thibodeau already announcing he's gone from the Oregon game. No surprise. We'll see. Will, will Sam Howell play for North Carolina? He says he will now. But by the time the game rolls around, will he be like, wait a minute, I'm going pro. Why am I doing this? I don't want to risk an injury. So I don't know. All of that in the bowl guide. Well, That's why they're waiting to put it out for six more days. The more information, the better. Yeah. And and with all that, so the, uh, the I mean, it's the, I forget what bowl it is now that LSU's going to. Um, they are, uh, so Max Johnson announced on Twitter just a little bit ago that he is going to enter the, uh, the transfer portal. Oh. And so what that does is uh, because they were going to redshirt Grant Nussmeyer. They don't really have a quarterback to play. <laughs> they don't really have a quarterback to play in the bowl game. So that's good information so right there. A, it'll be like a walk-on guy or something who's going to be playing quarterback for, for LSU unless they burn this kid's red shirt to play in a meaningless bowl game that like they got into because they happened to finish the season 6-6. Six and six. Is Nussmeyer Doug Nussmeyer's kid, by the way? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. So it'll be... It'll be interesting. That decision, um, I imagine, will be, yeah, whoever can, can handle snaps, I imagine, will take that. Because they aren't going to burn this kid's red shirt for, for a bowl game that they got into that's when they're 6-6. Six and six, And by the way, that's, which takes place on January the 4th, which I, if you, didn't, if you oh. even knew there was a bowl game that takes place. On right. January the so, yeah, the, so the national semis are on December 31st. <laughs> LSU is taking on the Kansas State <laughs> Wildcats. In the Texas Bowl. On January the 4th. On January the 4th, which is the no man's land between the semis <laughs> and the championship. Yeah. I like Kansas State. 
Yeah, as you should, especially based on what oh, you just said. Oh, as you should. Yeah, as you should. I would. I can't imagine this game was probably is probably still posted at this point. You said off air. You just said it was like, you said off air like when Brian Kelly was doing the whole Southern accent thing that he should have gone. He should have gone full troll. He should have oh, just. Man. He definitely should have just come <laughs> and, out, handed him the microphone. He'd be like, "It's a real big pleasure to be here." <laughs> <laughs> like he should have just done Orgeron instead. Uh, the the difference between Mario Cristobal and his press conference today answering questions in Spanish. Versus Brian Kelly trying to fake a southern accent. It's just uh, it's just hilarious. <laughs> just hilarious. How happy is Mario Cristobal? I don't know about it from a Miami perspective. Man, is that guy happy. I, that was... It, it, it honestly feels like it took too long for him to get there. It, it feels like he's been linked to that job in and out for the past 10 years now. So I... I think it's probably best situation for for I think it's best situation for both him and the program besides whatever whatever's going on behind the scenes at Miami that uh, is causing a lot of problems. It it is one of those things though. Like he has true yes love and affection for that, and for he that believes place. he believes like anybody who takes that job, but he really believes as a home bred guy there that he'll be the guy to bring them back to prominence and keep all those. Florida high school yeah. players right there in South Florida. I mean, it's the I mean, it's the old Howard Schnellenberger saying you don't have, all you got to do is recruit the three counties right there, and you've got a national championship. What is it, Dade, team. Broward, and what? D- Dade, Broward, Palm Beach. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's just it's. I mean, you look and the the mass exodus of those kids over the last decade. Dec- yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, and even it's not even leaving not to go to Miami and go to Florida State, Florida. It's going to, to Alabama, yeah, yeah, yeah. LSU. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, Nick Saban's listening to all this and just going like, yeah, okay, sure. Like they're not going to come play for me. It's the truth. I know Matt would love when I bring this up. But anytime, anytime covering high school football down there, when the Saban chopper would arrive, oh gosh. Saban would just chop her in on a weekday. There's a Saban chopper? Oh, there's a Saban chopper. Yeah, just chop her in on a weekday to meet with a recruit. And it's like the whole school would be around it. It's, it's unfair. It's just unfair. Saban chopper. <laughs> I doubt it's its official name, but that's what I always called it. I'm like, oh, there's a saber chopper, saber chopper coming in. Drew Densick joined us here momentarily from the uh, Sports Edge, NBC Sports Edge, uh, and Deep Dive podcast. NBC Sports Edge, uh, Bet the Edge podcast, it should be noted. Um, and we'll also talk about the odds to finish the regular season with the fewest wins. Now that the Lions have won a game, they're one ten and one, but the Jaguars and the Texans both at two and ten and. We think they're worse than the Lions, so we'll take a look at that a little later on. Any uh, NBA bets at all tonight? For yeah, you I actually do, and I was going to – I keep go, waffling back and forth whether to get in on this book, Brooklyn-Dallas uh, game. Down 14 now, the Nets. Yeah. In the and, third quarter. Uh, Dallas came out to play. Uh, Jason Kidd uh, said some things about Luka uh, needed to be a better, better leader. Taking him to thing. task a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, and they, they have responded well, so that's kind of – it's kind of st- keeping me away. I don't think I'm going to get involved. The pro- the problem is too is that it's it's right hovering right around the range. A 14 point game in the third quarter. Do you you know how much do you trust the Nets to come back, or does it get into such blowout range that some of these stars like Durant, Harden go and hit the hit the bench, which yeah. could happen. In so the you look, quarter. and it's kind of like we we always do our little test here. And so you look, Nets as you would expect, shooting 21 percent from three. Yeah, well, but Ma- then you go down and you look at the Mavs. And they're shooting 22% so much from it's, three. It's the turnovers. So it's nine turnovers to three right now, and that's the big difference. Yeah, the, 
The one bet I do have tonight, I, I have a player prop in the later game. Uh, I took uh, Dennis Schroeder's over points, uh, over 19 points. Uh, Jalen Brown out for this, out for the ga- uh, game tonight for the Celtics at the uh, at the Lakers here tonight. Um, so, I, usually, Matt, I don't know about you, but usually we kind of got one star out. I usually don't look at right away, unless it's a good matchup. I don't look right away at going to the next guy, like the Tatum, to make up the points. It's usually who's the next guy down who's going to help, or it's, the next guy or two down that are going to help make up those points. It's who, it's, it's, it's really and truly where you get the edge in the, in the player prop market is who gets actually extra run. So right. it's not like so the guys that yeah there'll there'll be a point or two here and there for some of these other guys that are going to be playing the same amount of minutes as it is anyway it's like who's the guy that's going to get 10 extra minutes who's going to get 12 extra minutes in this game and those are the guys you try to target So and this is okay so the past two games that that Jalen Brown has been out we were talking about uh Schroeder going 10 for 16 from the field and 10 for 21 yep. from the field and then go game before that he only got 12 field goal attempts 14 mm-hmm. field goal attempts 10 field goal attempts. So that's where my bet lies yep. tonight. Not over 19 points uh, on Schroeder, who should get that, a lot of extra usage here tonight. Uh, you know, and classic revenge spot. He had a big season with the Lakers last year. Okay? <laughs> uh, we have a break, by the way, in this, in this Nets game, so you might be able to get in on here a little unencumbered. They're down 12. Down 12. If I can find a 9.5, I'm getting in. I see 8.5 right now. That's your, uh, that's your point right there. By the way, I asked this at Vespers this morning. If it's the Nets and the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals and it's the Warriors and the Suns in the West, give me the team that will poke a hole in either of those. Nets and Bucks in East, Eastern Conference Finals, Warriors, Suns, Western Conference Finals. Man. I want to say the Jazz or the 76ers. Okay. I'm just glad you didn't think, say Lakers. I think that's my answer is East and West. I'm just glad you didn't say Lakers. I'm yeah. saying 76ers, though, because I'm saying I, that 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 means they make a Ben Simmons trade. You and went, I think it's going to happen. You went Jazz over Lakers, and you went Sixers over Bulls, say, for instance. You think they're making a trade? Yeah, Interesting. He... Drew Densick next. Beeson's primetime action. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. 
Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.